Welcome to another episode of the Overdog Podcast. If you are the owner of a dog daycare and boarding facility, this is the place for you. Today we're going to talk about the simple formula that you can use to grow your business and make more money. It's time to become the Overdog. All you dog businesses, get ready to level up. This is the Overdog Podcast. (laughs) Welcome to the show and thanks for tuning in and spending some time with me. My name is Fernando Camacho. If you are not familiar with me or this podcast, this is where you're going to learn some great valuable tips to help grow your dog daycare facility. I have been involved with dogs for the past 13 years, first as a dog trainer, then I transitioned into a speaker, then into a consultant for dog businesses, and now I do marketing for dog daycare and boarding facilities. And what I'm doing here on this show, the Overdog Podcast, all these episodes, is trying to give you some tips to help you grow your business so that you can keep doing this awesome job of taking care of dogs and people. So you're in the right place if you're looking for that kind of stuff. Before we go further, I just want to say if you do like the show, and I hope you do, do me a favor, just head over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and just review it. Give it an honest review. Let uh, others know how you like it, what you like about it, what you don't. That feedback is very valuable and it helps the show get noticed by others. All right, so thanks so much. Now, Let's get into the guts of today's episode. So what I want to do is I want to talk to you about a formula. The formula is simple, okay? And once you understand this formula, you'll be able to identify the specific places that you can spend time on to improve or to work on that will bring more money into your business. Now, I just want to preface this by saying I did not invent this formula, okay? This was actually first introduced and taught to me by Digital Marketer, okay? I've gone through a whole bunch of certifications through Digital Marketer, and this is one of the things that is talked about there. Uh, Ryan Dice, the founder of Digital Marketer, is the one who kind of taught it through to me through his training. So it's really cool, and I think you're going to really like it. And once you kind of understand the different areas of this formula, you're going to know exactly how you can go in and tweak them and improve them and change them so that you can bring more money in. All right. And we all want more money. And it's not because we're greedy. It's because the more money you make, the better you can serve your customers. Okay. This is a, you're doing a great job. The much needed dog daycare is is much needed. Boarding is much needed. As a dog trainer, I think I always say dog daycare is the best thing invented for dogs since freeze-dried liver, okay? It's great for them to run around and be dogs once in a while, and you guys provide a very valuable service. And I want you to be successful, okay? So you can help more dogs, and you deserve to be compensated for helping people out. That's the thing. So let's make you more money so you can do everything you do better and really, you know, just take your business to wherever you want it to go. All right, so here's the formula. Very simply, if you're in a place where you can write this down, please do so. If you're driving or you're hanging out with the dogs right now, don't worry. If you head over to the podcast, just go to overdogdigital.com. You'll see the tab for the podcast there. You can look up this episode, which is episode six, and I'm going to have it written out there for you as well. 
Okay, so the formula is this. It is L times C times M times F equals your growth potential. All right, so let's dissect that a little bit. All right, so let me tell you what all those letters stand for. So it's leads, which is the L, times customers, times margin, times frequency of purchase is going to equal how much money you can make. So if you want to make more money, if you want to increase your growth potential, you can just work on one of those variables, either leads, customers, your margin, or your frequency of purchase. So let's go through each one so that I can give you some ideas of how you can go in and tweak each aspect of this formula to make more money. And I want you to kind of think of it as levers. Okay, each of these is a lever that you can pull in your business to create more revenue. All right, now I recommend you don't try to pull them all at once. All right, don't try to work them all at once. You pick one aspect. Maybe it's the one you think that is the most lacking or what I would probably recommend is the one that has the most potential. You know, the easiest to to actually manipulate to bring in more money. But focus on one at a time, all right? Because you just want to you want to do it right, all right? You don't want to do this because, you know, whatever you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So you don't want to do this like willy-nilly. You want to actually focus and make sure you're doing the right thing so that you can get the most of your efforts and maximize the money you can bring into your business. So what you're going to do is you're going to look at each of these levers and see where it makes sense. So basically, if you want to make more money, you either have to get more leads, you need to get more customers, increase your margins, or increase the frequency that people buy or take advantage of your services. Those are the simple ways that you can make more money. All right. And if you, a lot of people overcomplicate this. So if you just realize it's simple, it's just one of those aspects, one of those four things, you want to make more money in your business, you need to increase one or all of those four things. All right. Let's start with leads. Okay. Obviously, if you don't have enough customers, you can't make enough money. How do you get customers? Well, before we have customers, we have to have leads. So that's why leads is in the beginning of this formula. All right. We need leads coming in. If you don't have leads coming in, there's no way to get more customers. All right. People aren't just going to magically come in there with their wallets out. All right. You've got to first find people of interest. And then and here's the important part that most people miss. We need to nurture them so that they become customers. All right. So if we're going to work on this lever, if we want more leads to come in, the question is, how are you currently getting leads? All right. Now, when I work with a potential new client, this is one of the first things I ask, what is your, what, and that's basically comes down to what I do, marketing. How are you marketing your business? How are you letting people know you exist? How are you getting people interested? And most people most businesses, I say, don't have a very well thought out marketing plan. And they'll say, oh, mostly referrals. And all right, that's great. But you're, you can't really control that. You know, you don't know. How do you control referrals? You could try to incentivize referrals. You could ask people to refer you. But ultimately, it's not up to you. It's up to them. So that doesn't give you a lot of control. So that's just hoping for referrals is not going to be a way that you can actually actively increase your, your revenue. You need to actively go out there and guess what? Generate more leads. How do we do that? Well, there's a lot of different ways you can do it. So, and usually comes down, but everything comes at a cost, all right? And the cost, very if we're gonna simplify things, 
the cost usually is either time or money. So if you don't have the money, that means you got to put in the time. So if you're going to do something like uh, local networking, so you're going to go to local networking events, you're going to start to build relationships with people, that requires a lot of man hours to do that. Or there's paid advertising, okay? That requires money. You don't have to really do anything except for pay them and figure out how to do them correctly. So you can either learn how to uh, run paid advertising on your own or you hire a guy like me to do it for you. Either way, the cost is you're going to have to pay for it. So I just want you to know a lot of people think that, no, I got this great business. I, I, don't, I don't have the time and I, I don't have the money. Well, I'm afraid then you're not going to get new leads in because how are people going to know about you? It's not going to happen, you know, by itself. And I always say you could have the best business in the world, but if no one knows about you, you're going to go out of business, Okay. So I find so many companies don't have a marketing budget, all right? You need a marketing budget. Marketing is more important, I would say, than a lot of other aspects of your business because if no one knows about you, you will go out of business. Even a poor business that's well-marketed will do better than a great business that is not well-marketed. So we need to tell people about you. So... That's how you're going to generate new leads. So if you're going to do it, you could do it organically. If you wanted, like I say, go around to local events and hustle like that, that's that's a long-term play. And uh, you could do that, and it's definitely valuable. You could do uh, social media posting organically, which typically is kind of uh, a low return on investment because organic reach is very low. Uh, if you do, we're going to focus that. I'd probably have you focus on Instagram because that has probably the most organic growth potential. Um so how are you going to get the word out is what you have to decide. You have to figure out and make a plan. All right? you, the more you plan and think these things through, I think the better your results are going to be. So I'd like to you know, tell everyone I'm going to you know, kind of recommend to you to take some time. Sit down without distractions and think, what is my marketing plan? Okay, think of it like I do it on a monthly basis. All right, This month coming up, how are we going to generate new leads? What is our plan? Because right? if you don't have a plan, nothing's going to happen. So what is the plan? Is it going to be, are you going to do paid advertising or are you going to do organic? What's it going to be? Um, whatever it is. And then, okay, if it's going to be organic, what is the plan? All right, so if it's going to be social media, I'm going to post this many times a day. I'm going to make sure I'm trying to get people to engage. And I'm going to do a future episode all on social media posting to give you guys some tips. But you just want to have your plan. I'm going to run a contest on the second week and we're going to, you know, generate uh, some user-generated content. Maybe we're going to have people, like, take some pictures of their dogs at home, getting ready for daycare, whatever. Just know what you're going to do so you're not sitting there on a, on a Tuesday afternoon going, ooh, i got to post today. What should I post? Ah, take the same picture we've taken of the dogs playing that we've taken every day for the last month. <laughs> you know, it's got to it's gotta be engaging for social media to get some engagement, all right? So you got to make really good content. Uh, but whatever it is, you got to make a plan. Okay, so have a plan and you got to have a system for leads coming in. All right, that's number one. Okay, let's say you're getting a decent amount of leads, but um, you need more customers. Okay, so people are coming in, but maybe is there a way we can convert more of those leads into customers? So that's where we have to look at your sales process. So, okay, when someone expressed interest, what happens? Again, this is something that I help my clients with is I see what their sales process is because if someone calls and says, hey, I'm interested, and I call them back and they don't pick up, what happens then? Okay, a lot of times that's it, all right? But that was that was a hot lead. You know, they were interested. 
they just haven't called back yet. How are we following up with them? So we got to make sure you're following up with these leads. You have a system to follow up with them, uh, whether it's you know uh, manual or that you can automate a lot of these symptoms. And that's what I do. I create these sequences with text and email sequences to keep following up people to uh, make sure we're nurturing these leads to lead them down the buying process to eventually become customers because a percentage of people are going to be ready to buy now. Some of them need a little warming up. Some of them you have to gain some trust with and that takes a little time and you got to cultivate those, you know, those relationships with those people to move them down from a cold lead to a hot lead where now they're ready to purchase for you. So you have to figure out what your sales process is. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of this is left to your front, whoever's manning the front desk. And if they're not trained in sales and someone comes in, it's, it's, you're going to lose people. So they, they got to have some basic information about how to close a sale or how to get people interested. Uh, otherwise, you're going you're gonna to be losing, like you have um, leads coming in, but you have holes in your, your sales process and they're leaking out. So I like to set up sequences, so both text and email automations so that we can keep in contact people, keep you know, giving them some value, warming them up till eventually they're ready to become customers. But if you're finding you have leads coming in, but we're not converting a high percentage of them, we really want to see what we can do with that sales process. And again, just like the leads, you want to think about this stuff and make sure you do have a sales process and you know what it is and making sure that the follow-up was there and we don't want to waste any lead. You want to bring as many of them as possible. So this lever, you know, if you want to bring in more money to your business, it's just simple. I want to convert more leads into customers. And if you do that, you're going to make more money. All right, moving on to the M in this equation, which is your margins. So that's a simple way to make more money is just to either charge more for your services or figure out a way to lower the costs of what you do. So lowering the cost is tricky because most of your staff is probably uh, really underpaid as it is. So you don't want to undercut them anymore. And I really think you're only as good as your staff. So you want to try to figure out how you can pay them as much as possible because they are really going to, you know, be the engine that kind of drives your business. So you don't want to skimp on them. You want to make sure that they're you know appropriately compensated uh, so but if you you may be able to figure out in your staffing is there particular places that you can cut corners or maybe there's positions you don't need typically in dog daycares this is not the case usually you're on bare minimum and people are making bare minimum so that's usually not the place we can look by cutting costs so the obvious choice then is going to be to raise your prices a little bit and this is scary for any company, you know, because you're like, oh, everyone's going to be pissed off and stuff. But you find that it, it's not the case. People are kind of used to a normal level of inflation, you know. So if you haven't raised your prices in a few years, it's probably time, you know. And it doesn't have to be raising it by like $10. You know, it could be simply just by raising all your prices by $1, okay, o across the board, can really bring in a lot more money once you look at the volume that you have there. All right, so a simple way to make more money is just to do a slight price increase. It could be across the board, or it could be in maybe just particular services that maybe you feel are a little undervalued and that you know you want to bring it up to the market value. Uh, the other way you can do it is you can see if you want to make if you want to charge more, 
how can you provide more value? So is there a way to provide more value in what you do to make it more valuable to justify the price increase? So the thing is, if you're doing a really good job and taking really good your care of your customers, a couple bucks price increased every few years is not going to freak them out, okay? Especially if you're within the range, the market value of the competition in your area. I always say it's better to be the higher priced business than the low end business. Uh, because I always say you don't want to be the Kmart of dog daycares because someone can always come in and undercut you. You know, your competitive advantage can't be by price. So I would rather be the high end, you know, because, you know, if you can justify that value, you know, people go to you probably because they, the perceived value is you're the best, even though you just cost more, you know, people, you know, kind of think you get what you pay for. So sometimes I'd rather be the highest priced, you know, business on the block than the lowest price. And it's always about justifying the value. And it doesn't mean you have to go out and buy granite everything and, you know, spend a lot of money in your facility. It's about how you deliver the value. If you just have kick-ass customer service, that is a huge competitive advantage in this industry because not a lot of places have great customer service. How can you go above and beyond, all right? That's what people will pay more for and they will justify an added expense and feel happy paying for it. If you're taking such good care of them and give such personal, you know, personal uh, support to them along the way, not just when there's a problem, that's an easy way to, to charge more money. So look at your margins and see when it might make sense to increase your, your prices um, in some or all of what you offer. And that is, a, again, a simple way to immediately bring more money in. Now let's look at the last segment of this equation, which is the F, which stands for frequency. So how often do people buy from you? And how do we increase that? How can we get people to buy more for you? All right. So one thing you should always be looking is how to upsell people. So taking someone from one level of service and bring them to the next level. So what I like to do is what I recommend a lot of my clients do is that they start with an intro to dog daycare package. So you have maybe someone come in for a free day, and then once they're done with that free day, you don't try to sell them on a 50-day package. You have to sell them on the next package up. You upsell them to a three-day package. So they went from free to three. They're getting towards the end of that third day of the, of the three-day package. Then I upsell them to a five- or ten-day pack at that time. They get done with that, then I upsell them to a membership maybe. All right, so I'm doing it slowly upselling so it doesn't seem like a big ask. I've provided value so they know that they're what they're getting for and that they're that's worth it. And you're slowly upselling them, getting making them better customers so that they come more frequently and buy more, okay? The other thing is you can upsell them alternate services. So they're coming from daycare. How do we get your daycares in as boarding clients? Or how do we get them as grooming clients? What other services can you can you do? So look at what the average dog person purchases on a daily basis. They already trust you. Why wouldn't they just do it for you from you? All right. So how what other services can you provide from them? How can you create little upsells like maybe a walk, one-on-one playtime? Could be some enrichment. Um, all these ways are just to get more money out of your existing customers. And it's always easier to 
sell more to the customers you already have than to go out and find a new one. So I really, before I start to generate more leads, I want to see how to maximize what we get from our existing customers. So that's where I usually start. Before we go for new leads, we have to say, okay, how can we offer some upsells or cross-sells with the customers we already have? How do we get them to buy more? They already love you. They don't have to be convinced. We just have to have another offer for them that makes sense. So you just want to see where you can find that within your business uh, so that you can, again, you just want to maximize the potential that you can make from each customer. Your existing customers are always the the easiest spot to make money. That's always like kind of, of these four things, that's the first lever I would push. That's the first thing I would go for, is how can we how can we increase the frequency that people buy or get them to buy more stuff, the stuff you already have. All right, then I'm gonna look at the other stuff, okay, and see where I might need, what other you know segments of this formula might need some attention. So there you have it. So just to summarize there, it's leads times customers times margin times the frequency of purchase is going to equal your company's growth potential. If you just look at that every quarter, let's say, look at that formula and say, where are we doing good? Where could we need a little more work on? All right. And then maybe that quarter, you're going to focus on one aspect. So maybe this quarter, we're focusing on just our margins. All right, what do we need to do to margins? Next quarter, you assess. We fix that a little bit. Okay, now we're going to look at our customers and our sales process, and let's work on increasing that. Maybe we're going to train the front desk staff a little bit, create uh, an irresistible offer for people coming in so that we can convert them. Just be, but just be intentional about this. I'm going to say this over and over again during this podcast. You have to... Think this stuff out, you have to plan it, and then you have to take action, all right? You must take action, all right? You can't just listen to this stuff, say, yeah, that's great, and not do anything, because that's not going to do anything for your business. So I want you to take action, all right? And if you need help with the leads, I'm your guy, all right? Just feel free to reach out at fern at overdogdigital.com. I'd be happy to, you know, just have a chat with you and see if I might be a good fit for you. But no matter what, you just want to keep looking at this formula and seeing where you can improve things. All right. All right. We did it. We come to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed this. Do me a favor. Let me know if you like this. Let me know if there's something, a question you have or some a topic you want, uh, someone you want me to bring on for an interview. I want this to be as useful to you as possible. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I would, uh, I always, you know, I love your feedback. I'm always a big believer in constructive feedback. Tell me you hate me. You hate me. That's cool. Uh, it's all feedback, which is good. Helps me uh, improve this as time goes on. All right. Get out there. Look at your formula. See where you have to tweak. And I wish you nothing but success and happiness in your business. And I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. If you'd like some help with your own digital marketing efforts, just reach out to me at overdogdigital.com forward slash contact and we can schedule time and we can get together, chat, and see if I would be a good fit to help you out.